Still need a catchphrase. We're 0 for 2. I have one. You have one? I have an, another one this week. Another one this week. Hopefully we'll be better than last week. You flip the pages. We do the rest. No, it, it has nothing to do with dumb comic creators. That's even worse. Dumb, well, maybe if I said it all together. Dumb comic creators. You flip the pages. We do the rest. No, that makes no sense. How would apply that? You guys are reading it too. Yeah, <laughs> they're just flipping the pages, and you're reading it. Yeah, what are we like, reading to them? Describing the artwork? We're, Mark we're is doing artwork. Is, we're no, doing... Mark is correct. Okay. And wait, Wolverine, Shaw's claws flew out of his hand. Hey, hey, you, you, you may not be a guest this week, but this is our <laughs> intro. <laughs> I agree with Mark though. So, yes, before we continue, we are Dumb Comic Creators. I am Eric Schwartz. I'm Keegan Shiner. And we are joined by our illustrious guest with great taste when it comes to catchphrases, Mark Von Onen. Hey, hey Mark, you flip the pages. <laughs> I'll do the rest. <laughs> See, it's so good. No. Everyone laughs. It's really it funny. It's growing on me. <laughs> So does a fungus. We don't want that, though. <laughs> okay. All right, Eric. You would know more about that than the rest of us. Yeah, I'm a fun Gus. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mark. Mark, you're joining us today. You're not really even a guest. What are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just came home and you two were in my house. Forced yeah, me to talk to you again. That's yeah. true. Yep. Actually, Mark had some big enormous news he's making <laughs> he's making a movie with sam raimi based on his comic book you, that, we're that, breaking it we're breaking it today that is not true okay <laughs> i feel like i owe you an explanation because i thought that's why you want like you're like let's talk about this on the podcast no 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 and we, i felt we, really bad when i was like oh no like they're gonna <laughs> think this was something important so the whole no, story for the record i just want to say for the record i saw your post it was very exciting but i was just more like who could we have on to hang out with that was cool so oh okay well oh, i yeah. appreciate that yeah yeah so okay. i'll tell you this when um, tell us why you were lying to instagram <laughs> and facebook and twitter okay so uh okay so the story is this when i first started uh obviously okay so again i i do the vampire shark comic if you guys don't yeah. for the listeners they may not remember so yeah the, i do a vampire full title shark. is is nosferatu versus Ahab van helsing versus nosferatu carcaridon okay. it just rolls off the tongue <laughs> like um, episode 11 of our podcast used it was your first appearance so yeah it was where we talked yeah. about it, it was a lot of fun yeah i had a lot of fun with you guys yeah we had a lot of fun uh, having you what's up remember uh, we were scooping out cereal from people's skulls um <laughs> Yeah, because you guys right away were like, you're that guy. You don't want to talk about. And then That's we the went, first went, moment like, I knew I wanted to have you back on the podcast. <laughs> you're testing to see if I'm cool. It was a and then one day you're just gonna hand me a skull with cereal in it. And like it's time to it's time this to step up. This guy gets it. This guy gets it. What are you going to do with the skull I just gave you? <laughs> what Count Chocula? <laughs> this guy gets it. This guy gets it. Uh, okay, so hey, yeah, uh, tell us about the post. So, okay, long, short story long, I guess. I started making these comics, and I always wrote, I always thought it would be cool if it got turned into a movie. So I would, uh, 
I found Sam Raimi's production company address on like, it, I just looked it up. It's just right on the internet. So it wasn't hard to find. So after every time I made a comic, I would mail them to Sam Raimi's production company. It seems smart. Yeah. And I would always put like, you know, I think you would like this. We should make a movie. Here's my, uh, <laughs> you know, and I always would like put in my, ad, my email address and phone number thinking, you know, yeah. Yeah. you never He's gonna know. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, exactly. And I then you would job. sit by the phone. Yeah. I walked into my boss's <laughs> office and I'm out of here. I flipped some stuff on the table and now I'm living in my dad's basement. So yeah. poor decision making, really. Each time, right? Each time you've got Every time. Every yeah, time. you go my back to the same job. Six times. <laughs> my last time, I was like, you're not coming back. Um, your boss, your boss is like, you're that, out of PTO this time. Yeah, not only that, Sam Raimi, the Sam Raimi would always send me cease and desist letters. So I don't know why I thought something was... No, I actually never heard anything back. Okay. So I never heard anything. So anyway, we just kept going through the motions. I kept making the comic, paying the money, or whatever. I mean, obviously, you know, putting in the effort to make the comics. And then at one point, I had to move from a uh, from Jamal to Gary. And then right. he posted the picture, the picture that and it, you may, you've probably seen it. I post a lot where it's Ahab in a boat with like a, like a long stake. And then the vampire shark is coming out of it. Yeah. So he posts that. Like he, I, I, that was like how I would decide if I wanted to hire him. I said, can you draw, uh, yeah, just, just draw something. And if I like it, we'll move forward. And then he yeah. drew that. And I was like, all right, we're in. So Gary drew that and we started working. And then he posted it to his Facebook page. He's like, look what I'm working on. Like uh, this, this is the new thing I'm on. So like the next day, or maybe it was like late that night, I get a message in a friend request from this dude in Australia. And he was like, he was like, Hey, uh, like at first I was just going to ignore it. Cause I thought it was spam. Right. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, um, do you, uh, he's like, you wrote a comic book about a vampire shark. I was like, yeah, it's just something fun I did. And he's like, that's so cool. That's like, he was like super impressed. <laughs> like I wasn't really thinking too much about it. Like I was like, yeah, I'm a big deal. You know, that's yeah. how I kind of treat <laughs> of it. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course you would message me. Duh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you let me, you know, autographs are $50. That's what I said. Yeah. So I've, I, because I'm prone to just giving the comic away, like people like, cause I just, I, I never assume anybody wants to buy it. So I'm always like, you want a copy? You can just have it. Like <laughs> I'm always like, I'll message people all the time. Like, can I send them to you? So you look at them just cause I want people to see them really. So I decided, I was like, well, I can't, I got to stop giving these away. So I was like, well, you know, if you want to PayPal me, like this is the amount and I'll send you. He's like, yeah, I'm totally interested. And he was like, I see you like the movie Shoot 'em Up. Have you guys ever heard the sh movie Shoot 'em Up? Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. With Clive yeah. Owen and uh... yeah, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul Giamatti. One of my favorite movies. I love that movie. I watch it like I rave about <laughs> Shoot 'em Up. How it's the greatest movie ever made. And uh, I, I have this ongoing joke where people are so sick of me just asking if they've ever seen it because it's like <laughs> I ask all the time. It's so. Uh... He then says, "I see you like the movie Shoot 'em Up." And I was like, yeah, it's one of my favorites. I love that movie. He says, here's an interview with me talking to the director. And oh, I was wow. Like, wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, you know the director? And he said something. Then he brought up, like, the Meg books. You know, the Meg, which is the, the giant yeah. shark. Oh, yeah, I which... love the Meg. Love it. Yes. Movie, have you read yeah. the books? No, I haven't read the books. Them. I didn't know they were books. I thought that was just a movie. Dude, it's it's a book series. There's, like, five. <laughs> they're crazy. Like, 
the movie really did not do justice to the book for Meg, which is the movie didn't do justice to movies. The movie didn't do justice to movies. I liked it. I like. I just like seeing giant sharks. That always makes me happy. It you does. saw, not spoiler alert. There was two giant sharks in this film. Well, I know, well there's like a, there's a couple in a, no in the, in the books. You keep going through the books, mm-hmm. and you get all sorts of crazy sea monsters. So it's like, yeah, the whole thing is there's all these like all these animals, these sea creatures are stuck at the bottom of the ocean, and they finally oh. find a way to get out. So, uh, is it anyway. also sponsored by the Chinese Tourism Board? probably now the books weren't strangely enough oh that's too bad i know so anyway he then tells me he's like you want to hear my interview with the guy that wrote meg i was like what yes so that then i was really excited i was like who is this guy like i was like who is he and then he was like do you have you ever thought about making the vampire shark into a movie i was like well sure but it's not like I know how, you know? Like, I don't have those skills or those connections uh, outside of mailing them to random addresses I found on the internet. That, outside of that, that's all I have. So he's like, he's like, have you ever thought about doing this? And I said, I guess. He's like, he's like I'd like to work on it. He's like, would you like me to help you make this? Nice. I said, yeah, I was like, <laughs> sure. And I can't, I think he told me he wanted me to write up like a treatment or something. Okay. And so, like, I just kind of sort of broke down what I thought he, like, this is what happens in the comics. This happens here. This happens here. This happens here. This happens here. Blah, blah, blah. And I sent him to him. And he was like, that's, that's not what I need. He's like, I need a treatment. I'm like, and then, so I sent him something else. And finally, he's like, he's like, that's not it either. And I was like, I don't know what this guy wants. Like, <laughs> a breakdown? So, yeah. I have I'm no idea. Gone. I was yeah. just like, like that's all I have. There's nothing else to it. It's just a shark that gets wings and eats people. That's the whole story. Right. So then I have a friend who uh, who went to film school, and he okay. was in. I can't. I don't know if I'm supposed to say who, but he was in somebody's wedding. That's a pretty big deal now. Oh wow. So here's a hint. That's very descriptive. <laughs> yes, I know. His last day of his gun, and he re- directed Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So okay. anyway. So I don't know if you could piece it together from that. But anywho, uh, um, oh, Megan, I Megan Gunn. Megan? Oh, no, it's a guy. Tim um, Gunn, the guy from... Tim uh, Gunn. Yes. Oh, you weren't supposed I, to say. I don't know. He never told me not to say. Wasn't Tim okay. Gunn uh, the guy on Project Runway? Yes. <laughs> the reason I brought him up is Tim Gunn is in this season of Guess Who Scooby-Doo. Oh. oh okay. So I had his name in my head. <laughs> so is Morgan Freeman, which made me laugh. Mor- Morgan Freeman narrates an episode, and it's actually really funny. Does he We're getting off subject. Yeah, <laughs> quite a bit. I don't know if you noticed, I got off subject. Anyway, this doesn't have anything to do with vampire sharks or eating cereal out of human heads, so we don't cover this. Anywho, so the so I go to my friend, and I'm like, I don't know what this guy wants. I was like, he wants something, but I don't know what to give him. And he was like, well, that could just mean, that's like a blanket statement. It could mean anything. Yeah. So then he, he starts rummaging through the story and he like really builds, like flushes this whole thing out into a crazy, like there's like a murder mystery and it's just a ton of stuff in it. 
Like he just came up with all this stuff. Like just added so much. <laughs> so we decided we were just going to do an outline. We made an outline. We just, you know, this happens here, leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. And so we just kept moving forward. Well, finally the guy messages me and he was like, he was like, well, he's like, time out. Who, who is this other guy that's on board? I said, well, he's my friend. Like, I didn't know what to give you. So I went, reached out <laughs> to him and he's helping me, helping me get this going. And he was just like, well, he was like, well, I didn't know a third person was going to come on board. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to cut you out. Like, I wasn't trying to like do yeah. that. I was just yeah. trying to give you what you wanted, I guess. And so then he decided, like, he was like, well, if he's in, if he's in, then I'm probably going to be out. Right. Of so course. Like, because yeah. people like that are always like very fussy about that. But, yeah. but what, did he just like contribute anything to begin with? That guy? No, he pretty much just gave us the idea to start writing the movie. Right. But he never sent you anything about the movie. Or... No, I mean, he sent me like interviews he did. Or, no, he didn't. He, he no. just asked if he could be. And I, I right. was like, if you can get this made, I'm all for it, but whatever. <laughs> and then when the other guy came along, so we just decided to keep moving forward. Yeah. So we just kept writing it and just like, okay. And then we would rewrite it. And we've been working on it for probably two years because it's been like a long undertaking. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, this doesn't work here. We got to change this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it seems pretty crazy that he would be like, yeah, let's make a movie together. You do all the work and uh, I'll see if I can get this done. <laughs> like, like what, I just, I what, didn't know what he, yeah. Like to, to this day, I'm not sure what he was asked. Like, and I didn't mean it like, like I felt kind of bad because I felt like it was one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, what uh, what's that uh, Mark Zuckerberg story where he's going to make the social network and then cuts those other guys out and does it himself. Like, like that Mark wasn't Zuckerberg. my plan, and I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm the Facebook of Vampire Shark movie. <laughs> so anyway, we kept moving along. So we just like we would just decide, let's you know what, let's write this ourselves. Right. And he, and he was like, what we can do is we can try and release it into contests. Maybe people will like it and pick us. You know, you never know. Like, what what do we have to lose? So we said, yeah, let's do that. So we just kept moving forward. Right. And uh, we eventually got like a finalized script where it's, it's like finalized, but we're still like tweaking stuff. And, um, and he did like this thing where you like send it off to like, like a studio. Query letters. Well, it's like these people will read it and then they'll tell you what they, they think they need to change or what. Script doctors. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know, but okay. probably. So they sent it. So he said, we got a couple of those. Well, then one day he's like, Hey, I just found this link where we could send it to uh, Sam Raimi's assistant. Nice. He's like, Sam Raimi will assistant will read it. And then he'll, he'll kind of tell you what you think. And I was like, dude, like, cause in my head, it's like one of those things where it's like, you just kind of think to yourself, like, what if it's one of those things where he reads it? He's like, you gotta look at this. And then like, that's what starts the ball. You never know. Of course. Of course. Like, yeah. It happens to other people, but yeah, I haven't had that happen to me yet. But yeah. I figured we got to at least try. I was like, let's try. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, let's, or at the very least, let's just hear what this guy says. So anyway, we have the meeting yesterday. So finally we have this meeting 
and uh, he calls, and the first thing this guy says is he's like, "You guys," he says to me, "You guys know uh, I'm actually, I'm actually already familiar with this story," and we were like, "What? How?" He's like, "Oh, yeah, Sam Raimi has the comics. He shows them to everybody. He's like, he takes them out and shows them to people, and he puts them back in the sleeves and saves them." I was just like, "What?" Like it was just surreal. Like it was like one of those things where I'm like. I can't believe A, he actually got them, yeah. and B, he's showing them to people. Or it's just That's like awesome. it was that's insane. It's awesome, dude. Uh-huh. That's awesome. I know. Thank you. So it was one of those things too, where like people were making fun of me. They were like, "You know, this is probably just some guy who's like just catfishing you for money." Like, <laughs> like it's not impossible. And that's the first thing he says. Like, well, this guy has to be legit, unless we. I never told him I mailed him those scripts, so you know yeah that's true yeah yeah it was really cool like it was just like it's just one of those things where it's like it was like i was like kind of gushing to him at one point because i told him in the movie uh or in the story ahab before loses his hand and then like a leg and an eye he keeps losing body parts and i was like you know that was a direct homage to ash like because he lose lost his hand and Oh, yeah. To me, it's like, I just want to keep going and see, like, what happens. Like, you lose a hand first, <laughs> but then you lose an eye and a leg and just keep pushing it. And at first, he was like, well, I really liked how you incorporated that in the story. And I was like, well, I just want to let you know how, like, thrilled I was to hear Sam like these. Like, Sam Raimi liked these. And he was like, well, I'll have to make I'll have to tell him next time I see him. So it was one of those things, too, where I was, like, kind of happy. It's like, now you have to bring it up to him. Because <laughs> I imagine it's Sam Raimi will be like, hmm. Maybe we should make this movie. Of course. I don't would. know why of Sam Raimi's Morgan Freeman, but. Uh, maybe uh, when, when he wants to make a movie, he goes, he goes low with his. We need to make <laughs> he, goes he goes into Freeman. a sales pitch voice. He goes, yeah. producers. <laughs> I, have a, I don't know I, what to tell you. <laughs> so that's your, that's your sort of Sam Raimi story. That is. And it's kind of funny because it was one of those things where I was just like so thrilled to just yeah. hear that Sam Raimi got them and showed them. Because he said, like, that was the first thing. He said, he actually shows them to people. That's awesome. And I was like, holy crap. And I told, <laughs> and so I went to, like, Insta, because I was just so, like, excited. I wasn't even thinking. And now all these people are like, so you're making a movie? Like, oh, well, that's why I thought you guys reached out to me. And I was, like, so sure. I'd be like, oh, well, no, we're not really. And you're going to be like, oh, Mark's a liar. And then just hang up on me. Figure <laughs> uh, <laughs> <every>, out. <laughs> every issue yeah every you, did, episode of- <laughs> you did jump on like right away and we're like hey by the way not making a movie is that what this is about <laughs> hey hey mark you still lying to america it's like no man we're, we're just friends it's good <laughs> no i appreciate that I have- wait i do want to ask you what's it like going from comic book to screenplay was that is it like a different writing process or do, are you copying directly um, I, because I like, um, I've tried to write screenplays before. I find it very tedious. Yeah. Because it's like, you got, you got to be at this, you got to hit tabs so many times for this. It just, I don't understand why it has to be the way it is. It's just such a pain. So what, what I would do really is I would just, Jeff would kind of be like, we need to do this, just write this scene this week. Like write these scenes. He'd give me like a list of scenes and then I would write them but I would just write them as prose. Like I would just write them like a novel or something. So I was like, 
you know, this is what's happening. This is, and I, the dialogue said by so-and-so. So I didn't, I didn't, I never probably even wrote it as a script. I just wrote it as prose okay. and then sent it to Jeff. And then and he kind of fixed it. Yeah. Well then he incorporated in the script. Nine, 90% of it. He had to redo anyway. There's no. more than one night where I bought, he was just like, I'm sorry I asked you to do this. Like <laughs> I didn't like any of this. I see. I want to change this part of you. You just well, point to every, you just point to everything there is. Yeah, that's the part I want to change. <laughs> that, how much Trader that? Dragon reference? Yes, that is. Oh, I, I haven't watched that movie forever. I got laughed at at a party once because I said Kung Fu Panda was the best movie trilogy of all time, <laughs> and I and I meant it. like I wasn't lying. I was like seriously thinking. Well, that let's Kung see. Let's name all the movie trilogies. Shrek. Star Wars. Oh, Shrek has more than three, though. Shrek has more Star than three. Star Wars has nine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Awesome Powers. The Matrix. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Hobbit. Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yeah. Bill and Twilight has four. I've never seen it, but it has four. Oh, that doesn't count, then. Yeah. <laughs> strict, Shoot them up as strict one. trilogies. Strict trilogies, yes. John Wick is at a trilogy right now, but I think but there's going to be a fourth. They're already mm. making the fourth, yeah. Doesn't mm. count. They're also going to be. They're also going to do spinoff films too. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Holly Berry, I think, is getting one. Yeah, I think that's why she introduced her because she was barely in the third movie. <clears throat> There's a lot of that where it's just like Lawrence Fishburne was in it for some reason. He was in the two. He was in two of the movies though. He was in because I think Keanu Reeves like I want my friend Lawrence to be in there, and they're like, fine. Well, I'll actually, this role. because it's another version of the Matrix. Yeah. And the next Matrix movie is going to combine all the worlds together. Bill and Ted, John Wick, and the Matrix. They're all connected. Oh, John the or Keanu Bill and Ted Reeves is... universe? Yeah. Bill and Ted and, and, is also the character from Toy Story 4. Everyone wants to be the Avengers. And this is the Keanu Reeves That's Marvel. Do you think Keanu Reeves will do a movie just starring himself every single time? He's like, hello. He goes, hello again. Hello. <laughs> The League of Extraordinary Keanu's. Yes. Yes. Um, so what you were talking, you were getting ink back for Death Maze? Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the ink, the inks for Death Maze 3. So I got pencils by Maurice Buckley. He's a New York City artist. And then I asked three different inkers to do the inks on these pencils which is something I'd never really done and still don't know exactly. Like, I, I, this is one where we're all going to need to look at this and see what we think of the different versions because uh, inking is subtle, I think, the differences, you know? And also inking between the pencils and the inks, there's like a big difference in like what you get, you know? So yeah. Um, because well, the, it can really seem to change the, the look of everything too. Right. It's like they, they go over the lines, but they also kind of, um, they change, you know, they, they will change what it looks like, I guess. Do you, so do you get pencils from your artist or do you get inks? I get, um, I normally, I just ask for a page. So I, I just get like the finished, 
the finished one, although my new comic, the one I'm working on, that's the humor comic. And I think I did I send you one of the jokes? I thought I sent you guys one of the pages. Um, I can't remember if I did or not, but if I did. Um, but normally I just say, you know, this is what I'm looking for for the page. And there's times where it's like, oh, that could have had some inks to it. So um, it's actually been a lot difficult, more difficult uh, with this one because I've learned like, it's not like I'm doing highbrow humor that you really have to think about. Yeah. But it's also one of those things too, where it's like, they'll send over the picture and I'm like that, that's not what I needed. <laughs> like that doesn't work. Cause it's not funny. Like, yeah, I know you think it's like, I know you did what I asked, but like, that's not how I need it. <laughs> I don't okay. know. It's way more specific. What I'm trying to make a joke, I guess. Co comedy is much more difficult. I think too. I, I, to what, these these are supposed to be funny too so like yeah <laughs> comedy is hard especially when you know people are always getting mad at you for doing it i don't yeah. know how to be funny those look though. really good though he's got so this is inking number one and this was 25 dollars a page um all these artists were on fiverr and i'm not saying their names for this broadcast in case we don't like them so the, like. big, the big thing here, and I, I probably should have caught this and asked him to change it, but the, uh, the beard is like a full beard and it's supposed to be just mutton chops, which you'll see on the other inks, it, it has changed. You know, it, it's correct. So this one was kind of a different. And I, I also think these are like a little less detailed than the others. I don't know, how should we do this? Do you want to see like compare well, page one? all three of them and then okay we, and then we can go back and compare them so okay. just like because again like just from i agree with mark like just initially looking at this like i think this is brilliant art but he also had brilliant pencilings to go with up too so okay I right, yeah so yeah true so we can't really compare that one, that, one on, that one on the top left there i'm really yeah. i i really like that artwork and i think the the shadow the inking on it looks really good like the shade on the face yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I, I would not say this is bad at all. Um, no, I was I was actually really happy with all three. So, um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not looking for insults. <laughs> uh, well, here they come. We're all going to streak with our pinkies out and talk in like, British accents and say, oh, look at the proletariat trying to draw. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, okay, All the so, insults will be personal, so don't even worry about your artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. This looks exactly like the first one. No, it's darker. The mutton chops are different. And like the, I, the checkerboard is more prominent. Like, I didn't see that the first time. Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't see that either. And the mutton chops are different, yeah. Yeah. And the this is like uh, the is that I'm a, it looks like a radiator there. Yeah, that it looks is. really good. Yeah, yeah, the shading on that. So I think that's really nice. Yeah, this character is like invisible, so it's like a cell phone in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's like an invisible character that is in this panel. They're easiest to draw. Are they supposed to be the Fantastic Four? Um, kind kind of. They're like hipsters. <laughs> they were fantastic before it was cool mm -hmm. yeah and wait let me make sure this is no 
and this is page two of that that artist so the shading's still pretty good on the face i think yeah i think the shading's really good it's it's a different type of shading like the other one looked way more dark but that yeah. that still looks good like i like that like they're both good yeah <clears throat> i think that the this artist i had to um correct the ernie's hair because he, he had like for page two for some reason he had like a full beard <laughs> and uh and so i i was like hey that's because on page one it was correct but on page two it had changed so man like, you just can't win with that beard these need to you know be correct and it yeah and this one also has that weird spotlight which um in the in the final panel here there was also stuff on the screens in the pencils but you know pretty cool yeah i think it's really good okay it and looks then, exciting i mean i'm i'd be excited to, i'm excited to read this yeah and then page the final artist these are the final artists this is the only one with the mutton chops not dark right which i thought was interesting and like gave the colorist more options you know <laughs> He looks like this one. He looks like dirtier too. Like I don't know what it is about it, but he, there's just it's like. Yeah, I really like this. I think this might be my favorite. To be honest with you, I agree. Yeah. Actually, I think this one it looks the best just because he looks more worn down. Like if anything, like yeah, like he looks. It's gritty almost. Yeah, yeah. I also think the checker pieces look better too just how they're inked i think they look more just more detail in them as well like checker pieces yeah yeah just circles uh so page two yeah i like it yeah i I think the the room has gotten more dramatic in this Um, yeah the behind the guy you like i never like i think in the past i just remember kind of standing there but now it looks like he's throwing stuff like yeah like out of frustration almost. And I, I think it's the lighting. The lighting is better in this, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it the big guy supposed to be the invisible guy in the very bottom panel? Um, like the guy yeah, in the chair? This guy, yeah, it was the invisible guy. They're all getting electrocuted. Okay. Actually, so to feed them? That, they, that was the invisible guy. Actually, they defeat them? Yeah, that's how they defeat them. Uh, this one, this comic is a lot more word-based than, <laughs> obviously because it takes place in two locations so um they all look really good though man mm-hmm. I mean, like there's none of these that i would be right yeah. so then it comes down to style right and like your style choice um, i do think i think personally the the last one is best yeah yeah per, but they're all good i would not i would not badmouth any of these artists i think this the third one is just yeah, it just feels dirtier. Like the, the third, like that third guy one has more detail, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually uh, I was disappointed how good all three of these came out with because it gave us less to talk about today. It's also a lot more easy to like to decide something when a couple are shit and one's good. Right. But yeah, uh the moral of the story is like based on your budget, you know, you can still get really good inks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's from what I've learned. I mean, I think it's there's just a lot of there's a lot of talent out there. Yeah, that is looking to to create. I mean, 
So, that, so uh, these, the two of them were $25 per page. And the one that you both like is, was $60 a page for the, um, which with tip and taxes, it was 70. So yeah, there's definitely a price difference with the, the quality one, you know? Yeah. 25 versus 60 is a big difference, but. Mm-hmm. You can see it on the page. But like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. badmouth any of these people. I would hire like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like the worth of winner, I honestly don't know who would be just like very do is that one uh, YouTube channel, like the like three artists at three different price points or whatever. Yeah. I don't know who I would say the worth of winner is just because because none of them are bad. So uh if I if I had to choose this this comic, this one with the just based on this last panel, I don't really care for the spotlight situation and the flashlight mm-hmm. is weird, but Go to the last page. I want to see the spotlight on the last one. I don't, I don't think. On this one? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not a spotlight in this one. It's like actual shadows, and yeah. and the, the flashlight is has more like illumination effect on the rest of the room. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Where they're like sitting in darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas the other comic, the other version of this, they're, it's still kind of light in the room, I think. It's just no. I, it's it looks like there's a light shining on him. Yeah, and then he's shining a light, which would be superfluous, <laughs> right? And the, and and both of these did that. Both of these other artists did that version. Yeah, but it, it's all subtle, and it really depends on your budget, I think. Yeah, like they're all they're all good. Yeah, yeah. I could you could see the money in the last one too, though. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so the yeah, the point of this, just so everyone is clear, was not to shit on two artists and, and say, ooh, this expensive art. It was literally just to like look at the difference, you know. We were trying to prop up three artists, not pin down two. Yeah, that that's exactly but what that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We have failed our mission. We have failed the city, in the words of Arrow. Hey, we're, no, I, honestly, we are I just... supposed to do everything but turn the page. So that's part of our job. <laughs> Nope, not the catchphrase. It's such a good catchphrase, though. No, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll, we'll make it better. Eric, do you know what else we have this week? I don't know what else we have this week. We have your first two comic pages done. Mm-hmm. What? Ever. Yep. Ever. Ever. <laughs> I'm so and, proud uh, of you, Eric. Mark, last week we talked in great detail about the draft pages that this this artist made for Eric, where he basically did both pages fully and then sent it for an ask, which was made us feel kind of awkward asking him to change anything because he had already drawn it, you know? Yeah. Um, so Eric hasn't seen this yet. Eric, let's take a look, right? Yep. Okay. So page one. Mm-hmm. So panel by panel, Mark, give us a rundown of what you're seeing. Okay, he's getting out of the car. He's walking. He's throwing the cup down. The cup is in the ground. He's looking up. <laughs> he's holding the cup again. Can you scroll and, down? And he's That's and funny. then they're skywriting, asking not to litter. So yeah. he read that and picked up the cup for littering. Oh, that's what you're seeing. That he read it first? I did read it first. Ooh, wow. Okay, page two. 
Um, it's 9.50. He's getting into work. Uh, he makes a joke with the lady, or it looks like a lady. Yeah. At first, I thought it was like an old man, but it's a lady. And okay. <laughs> he's, I think it's like a an aggressive friend. Okay. Yeah. I can't, I'm trying to figure, because at first, it looks like he's screaming at him. So I thought he was like uh, the angry chief. Okay. But then they yeah. look cool and panel the pan, two panels down. So maybe they're just buddies. No, he's mad. He's definitely mad. Yeah. So there was some sort of confrontation going on here. Good. All right. So that reads correctly, right, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So back to page one, because that, that has issues. <laughs> so again, uh, we got this page from him. It was like, here's the draft page. Any changes? And we were just like, uh, you drew this whole page with minus the shading that you're seeing. But it was pretty much exactly this. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like it's, it's supposed to be not a cop car. And he's supposed to be old and bald, not wearing a hat. He, uh, he does throw this cup, but it's meant to be like a superhero has come and picked up the cup for him and put it back in his hand, which doesn't read here at all, you know? No, I thought he picked it up. That's why I was going to say what I would, what you would, how I would personally do this panel, <laughs> or the layout is have him throw the cup down and then have, have him, don't, I wouldn't even, we already know he threw the cup down, so having him see without the cup seems point, like we already know he doesn't have the cup. Yeah. Then it should be, dear citizens, don't litter, yada, yada, yada. And at first I thought he was picking it up, so I would have had him lean down and pick up the cup. I do like uh, the face. I'll tell you one thing. Because you could tell, like, like he, he like, oh, whatever. You know, I threw a cup down. And the second one, he, he's very annoyed. So if somebody's <laughs> putting the cup in his hand – you would almost i mean if there were motion lines here i think it might be a lot better like even just like like a going, blur going over these panels like you, yeah you, like you need like a flash like it's something blur. that the the colorist might be able to do for you eric like i i, I in my mind's eye i pictured like the hidden like holy just having his hand out and the cup just like teleporting back into his hand somehow right which he did it, this, yeah. this almost is, but it's not, not quite it's, there. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't, okay. And I also don't want to badmouth any artist because I think there's definitely, it's, it's also really hard, I think, to convey exactly what we're thinking or wanting on the page sometimes. Yeah. So I think yeah. he did a good job. And like I said, I, I could, with no dialogue, I could very easily understand what's happening. Like, Except for the fact I didn't realize somebody was putting the cup back in his hand. Um, right, which but is, I mean, but that that is really like a big part of why this page is here. You no, know? I know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I understand what you're saying. Like, we're not trying to go after the artist either. No, I know. Yeah, and I'm especially saying, because page two is like perfect. Page two you know? is done well. Yeah, page really two well. is really really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's it, this would all be about how it comes down to like we we used Fiverr revisions are like costing him time and money and us time or money 
And, oh, yeah. Um, and he didn't give us like a, a rough sketch to like even consider like the layout of these panels, which gives us liberty to kind of like critique the layout of the panels in my mind, you know? Yeah. But, but um, yeah, because if we'd seen this and we'd, we'd said like, hey, it's, it's not reading correctly. Like you can't tell somebody is putting that cup back in the hand. You know, we would have fixed it uh, before he drew it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think his face got a little better this time, Eric, too. Yeah, I think, yeah. He was, he looks very expressive. Like you could, you could clearly see he goes from happy to sad or angry right there. Yeah. In, in those two panels, which I really liked. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, not quite what we're looking for. And this is only artist number one for your tests. Mm -hmm. So I plan testing two more. So we're waiting. But on if we end up going with this guy, we'll just have him redo one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not a big deal. Mm -hmm. So cool. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, Mark. Yeah. I liked it. I do. I'm excited to read them. And uh, you said that you had uh, artists working on your next comic. Well, I've been, um, so I'm working on my, yeah, my next comic, uh, Hilarity. That's the one with Wes, who mm -hmm. he's on the cover of everything and you bought everything to redo your bathroom, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's in my bathroom right now. Yeah, yeah, he is, or just the stuff you bought? No, oh, he is, uh, yeah. He's oh, in both. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he said he didn't want to hang out tonight, so now I'm We quarantined anyway. together, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that sounds like a romantic comedy. Um, yeah, my my wife loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to cut working... off society. I want to cut off, cut off everyone else in society with you. Oh, <laughs> I have one friend who never wants to do anything, and he never goes anywhere. And he he told me he's like quarantine is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. He's like, <laughs> now I don't get asked to go anywhere. And I don't have to do anything. <laughs> like he's so happy. That's great. Um. But yeah, so I'm trying to do this uh, comic, and I will say, uh, yeah, one of them I'm getting is uh, Keegan. It's this dude from Argentina, and I don't speak uh, Spanish, so it was really difficult to jump back and forth between translating from English, which I think he speaks English too, so he just made it harder for me. <laughs> um, that's a, like that's what I found out at the end, but he did like. I don't want to show it to you yet because I want I, – once I get the dialogue in there, I'll send it to you guys, and I probably wouldn't show it on here because it's like, it's like a big story that I'm really excited about. And it's like one, one that I really want people to see like when I release the comic, uh, like almost like, like build up for, I guess. Um, As all one piece? Yeah. And – but I – I had this idea for this character that I thought was funny. And I just said to him, can you draw, it's like a Batman character, but the, he looks, but instead of a bat, it's a dog. And he drew like this really tough looking guy, like just really cut soup. And he had like a dog head and I was, it was really good. Like his artwork was incredible. And I just said to him, yeah, I like it. Like, that's really not like awesome, but that's not what I, I wanted like a, a dog mask like he sees through the eyes like because he's his dog man is his name and the guy's like oh okay i get it he's like here and he sends it again and the artwork was just phenomenal like it was amazing and so then i was and then i had this other story which was like gonna be my okay 
I'll show you. Okay, are we sharing these? So this one, I don't know that this one works. I may not. Oh, do you not want me to share it? I'm sorry. No, you can share it. I just didn't know. Uh, I have to. I'm just gonna change what I'm talking about now because this is a different guy. Oh, so oh, which one? This one? No, the, no, he's not. The guy I'm talking about is not in any of these. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> this looks like um, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, it is. One. So the the idea is this is like in Beauty and the Beast, they all turn human again. Mm-hmm. So you have the candle, and he turns yeah. back into that guy. And then you have the pot, but then the you pot. have the the kit the cup with the chip out of his head. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh and now he has a hole in his head. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just a giant hole in his head. Oh wow. Yeah. So that, that was sense. the joke there. Yeah. I'm not sure people get it. Okay, so this is obviously I get it. read read I'll let you read the dialogue. This is it's actually too blurry to read. If you can. Oh, okay. it's supposed to be um green. my idea with huh yeah. green lantern yeah it's a green lantern but this is i thought of this when they were doing all the whole different um the different types of lanterns like at first it was the one that ran on will and then yeah. there was fear and then anger mm-hmm. and i realized there's never one that ran on spite <laughs> so he's He's a spite lantern. <clears throat> nice. And his whole oath is, you know, you broke up with me because I didn't have money or a job, but now I'm a superhero. Are you impressed now, Lisa? So that's like <laughs> the whole joke is he's only being a superhero out of spite, which I thought was funny. I don't know if it is. That's awesome. I hope at one point does the poem, uh, what was it? Roses are red, violets are blue. Why'd you leave me, Lisa? What'd I do? <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> And uh, this one's pretty self-explanatory. Why grew kid masturbation? <laughs> uh, I'm going to spoil the punchline. I am Groot. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, listeners. Because he's sorry. rubbing two sticks together. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> when I realized that, I was like, oh, that would be bad. Too much I'm friend- yeah. That's how you start a fire. <laughs> And the guy, fun story, the guy who drew that <laughs> said to me, don't put my name on this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I've had one person ask me not to put their name on it. That's crazy. Why did so, you work with he different not of his artwork? He's like, I just couldn't get the fire right. It just didn't look good. Is that why? <laughs> uh, I think it was because he just doesn't draw stuff like this. He's Is like, it- I... I I, I thought this was going to be a more fr- family-friendly comic. I didn't know I was going to be drawing Groot <laughs> whacking off. It, are you working with different artists? Yeah, I thought it would be that, – that was a – well, I, I always wanted to kind of just have a different style for every different story. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that, that's three different artists there. Plus, I thought when you push it on social media – I always tag the artists, so I thought yeah. to myself, "Well, if you have like fifteen different artists, you exactly. can push." It. So that was sort of the idea, but no, the one guy that's doing this really amazing artwork was out of Argentina. Yeah, and he only wanted to be paid by Western Union. Oh, which I've never done before, and I was so I was trying to get, it, and it just didn't work. And eventually, he was like, "Well, I set up a PayPal, and I was finally able, like." It was one of those things where it's said in like big letters, like, do not send this to people you don't know. 
I'm like, am I going to be scared? Like, is he going to – like, I didn't know what information. Like, I guess it would be really unsafe of Western Union to send people your, like, checking account numbers and routing numbers, like, give them that information. So I didn't know, but – Yeah, don't do that. Uh, but I, yeah. yeah, I didn't. End up, but we, we just did uh, PayPal and – That works. Like, if he, was, if he was scamming me, he was going the wrong way because he he put in all the work. <laughs> like – it, before before he got paid, yeah, like he, uh, he, he did an amazing. Like he did, like he put in all the work. That's how he sucks you in. Then, yeah, I guess. How he gets him. And then scam me out of the agreed upon amount. <laughs> so you just got got. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand how scams work, but I'm pretty excited about that one because that's cool. Yeah, I'm. I work with lots of artists in Argentina. They're really really good. They're, they, I, yeah, he's, that's what I was talking about earlier, where it's like, there's just seems to be a lot of people out there yeah, that just want, they're a bit like, just want to be able to be like seen, I guess. They're just trying to, so you can find really good creators. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, I, yeah, the, the creator of my main comic is Argentina. Argentinian. Yeah. Argentinian? Yeah. So. From Argentina. Argentina. Tanean, Argentinean. Argentinian. You know how much PlayStations cost there? They'd how be much? like they're like twelve hundred dollars American to buy. What? Yeah. Did he want to get paid in the PlayStation? He's like he's like you would keep your money. Just send me a PlayStation. I'm I'm gonna I be honest. I'm gonna box. be honest. This actually is true. He did say that to me. And I looked it up. So, like, PlayStations are, like, $400 here. Mm-hmm. And it's still, like, $800 to ship to Argentina, right? So, it comes out actually cheaper than buying a new one there. Isn't that weird? Wait, so, it, wait, no, because that, so, $400 to buy it here and then $800 to ship it there? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most expensive shipping I've ever heard in my life. Why? It's bizarre. Yeah. Why are they so expensive? You know how much the games cost? $136 each, American. Well, can't they just download them? I don't, you know I don't how know. Much, but, but you it's know how still... much it costs to download stuff for free there? <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> expensive. No, I mean, uh, I think even the PlayStation Store has them that, that expensive. Right. It has to be importing. Like, yeah, they must have. So I did some digging, and PlayStation Fours cost eight hundred dollars American. There, you can't even get like a good deal on a used game system. So wait, PlayStation Ones cost more than a PlayStation Four? PlayStation, like the new PlayStation. Like, if you bought a new PlayStation, what are they on now? They're on five. Four. Five. Well, they're five about to release five. Five in okay. November. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Lise well, they... like asked me, "Hey, can you buy a PlayStation and ship it here?" Because a, a lot of people do that there. They they buy them in America and then ship it because mm-hmm. it ends up being cheaper than buying it new, which is just bizarre. But um, so it costs you twelve hundred dollars to get a PlayStation. To it would cost twelve hundred, which is like a whole comic <laughs> budget, right? It's like. I could I could buy that and ship it to him and then get a comic in return. Is that what you end up doing? <laughs> no, no. 
I don't believe this. I, I think you're pulling our leg on the shipping. There's no way shipping costs $800. Look it up. It's ridiculous. Because I looked it up just to be like, you know, if he really needs a PlayStation that bad, like, I guess I could try this. But then it's the shipping that kills you. It's just a lot of money. That is weird. It's weird that pl- like Sony can't ship PlayStations there for less than 12 like selling them at $1200. That's the weird thing. Gas costs there just like anything. I don't know. But you know what they can do? They can go to Antarctica anytime they want to. <laughs> well, that's what's important. <laughs> it's just a little ferry ride. <laughs> I I wonder cuz he was he was talking to me and he was telling me about how like there's all these taxes taken out and like he has to pay all these fees. That oh. that's why he wanted to do Western Union. So yeah. That's yeah, true. so I wonder if that's usually like a conversion fee when you're going uh to a different country. PayPal itself takes out a fee, but it shouldn't be that much. It just it, well the way he was explaining, like Western Union wouldn't do this, but everything else would, so oh. It's really not that much, though. It, it's like a credit. It's like if you used your credit card in another country, it's like a dollar or two per transaction. Hey, Mark, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Yeah, it's fun. I'm still not convinced. This. I'm still looking up the prices. I think you're so pulling our leg. I'm gonna feel bad because Mark's gonna hang up and be like, "He was lying to us, Mark," and it'll Let be too late. While we're I- on. I want any. I just want the attention to be taken off of my lies for the week. So <laughs> here, I am sharing my screen right now for anyone listening in. Eric is gonna read what I search for, and then he's gonna read for the first result. Okay. Okay. All right. What did I search? PlayStation Argentina's cost eleven hundred dollars. That's not my question, though. My second question is, how much does it cost to ship something there? Okay. Wait, look at that. Ship for the U.S. Argentina scroll up. That's myus.com. That's not a real thing. That says $46.54. You got yourself ripped off, dude. Okay, so according to myus.com. DHL. It is $49 to ship a seven-pound budget economy item to there with no where'd you find that that's myus.com no 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 it's 286 dollars for d when you saw that it was like two thousand dollars or whatever did were you trying to overnight it to argentina from boston yeah because i imagine that was expensive that would be expensive but it's not what i was doing look it's still three hundred dollars on dhl but i'm saying it's cheaper than twelve hundred dollars you probably saved money yeah Compared to twelve, that's a bargain. Yeah, but the regular would, fee is four hundred. Anybody just because it's such a good deal, <laughs> based off what I've been informed before. Yeah. <laughs> we should we should do a black market PlayStation. Wait, wait, wait. So it's it's four hundred dollars for the PlayStation and another three hundred eighty dollars to send it. That's, that's less than to send it to Argentina by itself. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm just saying it's it's. Expensive. I'm just saying, Keegan, you're a liar, and your pants are probably on fire right now. Are they? Oh, are they on fire? Are, are they on fire? Is Groot? Does Groot have a companion now? I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Why Keegan can't masturbate? <laughs> That's gonna be the next one. Yep. 
Mark, you've been a great guest. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Mark. I had a lot of fun. It's always a pleasure when you come on. You, you do the I had a lot of fun. Knowledge. I'm glad I could clear up that with uh, America, my lie to him. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. You're welcome. Great, great. Uh, it would be funny though, like probably like actually playing like two weeks from now, like we're gonna have to have you back on. It's like so I lied about being a liar and Sam Raimi is. Yeah. Hey, if uh, if you end up making a movie with Sam Raimi, please come like, back on. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll I'll have my people see if I have time. Oh, I'll, they'll they'll reach out to you. Good, good, good. At that point, you'll have sunglasses on all the time, no matter what. Oh, I'd be so cool. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah. Good night. Bye. 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 That was really nice of Mark to lie for you about saying that you know the catchphrase was good. That was very nice of him. I think the catchphrase was good. No. It wasn't nice of Mark to lie. It was nice of Mark to really tell the truth. Say what the We've people are thinking. We've already established that Mark is a liar and that you're a liar. Look, the we're dumb comic is, creators. The only one who's honest is me. We're dumb comic creators. You flip the pages, we'll do the rest. It's so good. It's so bad. Especially when you say it to someone, you know? Like, nope. hey, Eric, it's just you flip bad. the pages. I'll do the rest. <laughs> it just sounds so fun. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. Well, hey, did you read any comics this week? I did read comics this week. I picked up a new comic book series. You know what? I didn't read a comic this week. And from now on, I think we're going to only expect each other, like one of us, to read a comic. How's that sound? That sounds fantastic. Okay. We'll only review one comic per week. Maybe we could both read the same comic. You but that might that? be pushing it. <laughs> we could do that. We'll, we'll talk about it, maybe. We'll talk about it, yeah. You know what? If you're listening to this and you think that that's a good idea, I've put a, I've put like a questionnaire online. So go fill that out, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so, Eric, what comic did you read? I read the comic called Phantom Seer. It's a new comic having just started. Hold on, August hold on. 30th? You're just going to let me get away with that with my questionnaire online somewhere? Yeah, why would I care? Okay. <laughs> well, don't you think our listeners want to know where the questionnaire is? They can find it. There's an internet. <laughs> okay. Well, I will be, okay. Check all the usual spots. Check the <laughs> Facebook page. Check the Patreon. Don't tell the them to look for it. It'll be on one of those three. You can school. You can. Then I actually have to make one. No, don't tell them where to look. I don't know. But... I'm just mad that you didn't try and call me out there. Okay, I tell you what. We're going to whisper into three different eggshells because if across, I... you, across the world, and then put so every single time you guys crack open an eggshell, I want you to put it to your ear and see if that's the one we whisper into. And then when you find it and it tells you that one, whisper back what we're supposed to do, and that's and, it. And, you and then we'll it. find that one, and we'll, find that one. we'll understand what you what you think. Exactly. Okay. I'm just mad that you don't seem to care about our listeners. I don't. I I love our listeners. Our listeners is why I do this. Okay. All right. Well, I don't care about our listeners. And that's why. Which is why I just said the questionnaire. There is no questionnaire. I'm just going to come clean. There will never be a questionnaire. 
We're just gonna both read the same. If comment. we get over five thousand downloads, we will create a questionnaire. <laughs> I only questionnaire when I when we're over ten thousand listeners. Ten thousand. So yeah. when we hit ten thousand downloads, and people have called us out on this, we will do have. That, do you think that's what Joe Rogan has? Do you think that's the, like armchair expert number of listeners? Or I'm pretty they sure they have more than ten thousand. Really? You think? Yeah. Per episode? Per episode, yeah. I think they probably have, like, honestly, I think Joe Rogan probably has over 100,000. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right, so 10,000, that's a low bar. You yeah. Know? We can do it. I believe in us. Yeah. And what's going to be funny, though, too, is if people are get into this podcast, like, halfway through and don't listen to the older episodes, just halfway through, like, like they're listening <laughs> they're, to it. Suddenly, this, there's a questionnaire. <laughs> there's a questionnaire, like, what is this about? They're like, oh, come back to an older episode. Yeah. Especially when we make the transition to like only talking about advertisements in comics, like we're yeah. we just become a more niche. We we become even more niche than we already are. Yeah, we spend the entire time in sunglasses, just looking off and just being like, money, <laughs> money, yeah, money. And since you're listening to this, you can't tell what he's doing. <laughs> Those that can't tell doing this, I'm looking up and to the right, away from the screen and camera. Yep. And then and I said the word money for two times. Then the third one, I looked directly at the screen and well, said they, money again. They could hear you saying the words. Yeah. But now they understand why I said the words. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, so no questionnaire and... Actually, we do care about our listeners and we want you to subscribe. So don't forget to subscribe like right now. We'll, we'll pause for a second while you do it. Hopefully that was enough time. And uh, Eric, did you read any comics this week? I did read a comic this week. I started, picked up a new comic series called Phantom Seer, Phantom which Seer? is Phantom Seer. Yep. So somebody's burning phantoms? Well, he's a... No. He's a seer, but he's also got ghost-like powers, so he's a phantom. So he's a phantom that, like, burned himself on the iron? No, he's pretty not burnt, actually. Okay, all right. Oh, so he sees things. He's a he seer. He is a seer, yes. He can, see, like, he can see ghosts and dead people and stuff like that. Cool, okay. Mm -hmm. So the plot is is that the main character is the second most powerful uh, seer slash shaman in the entire world. And his goal is actually not to become the most powerful phantom slash seer in the world. His goal is to no longer be a phantom seer because he doesn't like seeing the dead. Okay. He, he, hates, he hates the job of having to like stop evil ghosts and everything and he's just tired of it. But the big classic, problem... Classic character who hates his job story. Yep. Yeah. And his oldest sister, who's the most powerful phantom in the world, keeps on making him do it. So, like, whenever he tries to get out of it, he'll call, she'll call, like, the person right next to him because she can, like, see him through, like, the ghost world and yeah. tell him, put him on the phone. So, okay. like, he'll be walking away and they're like, there's a man right next to you. Put him on the phone. So, he gives him the phone. He's like, I don't want to do it. Like, you will do it or else you will, or else I'll keep on sticking people on you. Okay. Classic controlling sibling. Yeah. So... This, he finds a girl in her school who ghosts are naturally attracted to, so they're always going after her. And so he realizes he can use her 
to um, try to find a ghost that could take away his powers. Because his goal is his goal is to find a specific ghost that can take away the ability people the ability to see ghosts in the future. <laughs> okay. And All so right. he realizes that if he uses her, he'll eventually keep on finding more and more ghosts to eventually find the ghosts he needs. How nice of him to use someone. Mm-hmm. Well, he's upfront with her that like he or he he eventually becomes comes out upfront to her as to why he keeps on walking around with her. He's like, I need your help actually to find this person. Okay. And she wants to do it because she likes to help people. And a lot of times you have to rescue, and she so you're rescuing people like they're in peril, because you know these ghosts are evil and stuff. So, okay, is that it? That's it. I mean, the storyline is <laughs> just stopped talking. Well, that was the storyline. <laughs> that That's, was the storyline. That is not a storyline. Well, I mean, the storyline hasn't gotten that far right yet. So like, there's no like big bad. There's no like overarching like goal. It just. He's like, I'm gonna go. He's like, there's a ghost there. I'm gonna go find it. See if it's that person. Nope. Next episode, there's another ghost. I wonder if I can go find it. Nope, not it. And then he said that five times. That's it. That's, That's it. the whole comic. It's the whole comic. Okay. It's like it's each episode or each issue is episodic right now. And I don't even have any stupid questions for you. That it doesn't sound like anything happened. <laughs> Nothing really has happened. It's just kind of funny. These guys like because the guys like I don't want to do my job. You do your job, okay? So he's in he's in school. He's in school, and but he's like number two shaman slash phantom in the world. Yeah, but he just goes to a normal high school. He doesn't go like to like a. How did he get school. to be so good at being a shaman slash phantom? Um, when he was born, the most powerful demon tried to possess him, but he actually ended up possessing the demon because he was a baby. Oh, so he's Harry Potter. Yeah, effectively. Okay. Does he have a piece of that demon soul inside of him? No, but he can summon that demon whenever he wants to. But if he doesn't. <laughs> but if the demon gets summoned. And it doesn't kill another ghost or demon. It will eat his arm. Like it'll eat a body part from him is what the, is the deal. So he okay. has to. He can only summon it unless, it unless it's totally required. I see. So he has a demon that has the munchies that he can call. <laughs> yeah, effectively. Okay. All right. And his sister is super is so powerful that. Whenever he tries to get out doing work. So like at one point he didn't want to rescue somebody. He's like, yeah. he's not the ghost I'm looking for. And started walking away. And she just kept on screaming at him through like the astral plane to go help. Nice. Nice. So what's the, what's the art artwork? Who's the art by? The art, it, the story is by to- Togo Goto and the art is by Kento Matsura. And I thought the art was, it was just really good. That's the probably part of it. Again, it's not colored because it's a manga, but it's done really, really well. Um, what style of manga is it? Because there's diff- there's like four main styles, right? Yeah, I don't know how to describe the main style. Um, it's a sh- it's a shonen manga, so that's what it's based on. It's shonen. You know shonen? It is, yeah, it's it's made. It is produced in the shonen, uh, like official site, official magazine. Okay. So, uh, so it's mostly an action, somewhat comedy. Um, it's just. Thus far, it's just done well, and I think it's kind of funny, just yeah. because it's got my favorite type of character—the character that doesn't want to do anything. Classic. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that character is found across all sports, all genres. So, 
Great, great. And anybody that's ever worked in a group project knows that one person too. Okay, so it's shown in, is there color? There is color in the first couple panels and then we cover, and then if they keep, it keeps on going, they'll keep on doing it. But for the most part, it's just done, it's, the shading is just done fantastically because it's done, because the demon he possessed is the shadow demon. Yeah. So like everything's dark and stuff too. So it's okay. one of the few mangas that like where there's more black than there is white actually, because like he just shades everything all the time. So it's done really oh, good. well. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, usually you see it, it's like line art. Mm-hmm. But so in this one, I would not be surprised if the way they do it actually is um, similar to how they did the Batman animated TV series where they actually drew it on black paper. Yeah. This one, I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same thing. I see. Okay. And what about um, the lettering? Um, Lettering is classic Shonen Jump, but it's still done actually. It actually is more... um, Western. uh, uh, Descriptive and stuff too. Whereas, like, it, like, so when the main character talks, it changes how it's spoken a little bit. It's, it's a little bit more italicized and it's a little bit bigger. Okay. Different fonts then yeah. for each character? Yes. Oh, cool. So, okay. I thought it was done fantastically. What about the it. je ne sais quoi? Uh, the je ne sais quoi is... A French term. It's a French term, yeah. Um, honestly, the reason why I keep on reading it is just because I'm waiting for a storyline and thus far i've not gotten it <laughs> okay uh that's pretty terrible <laughs> but i'm enjoying it though too because every single time it's like oh there's a ghost over there <laughs> oh no wrong ghost you're dead <laughs> okay so on a scale on the scale between uh sitting in you know the matrix the the second one or third one the architect where guy where he's in the train station that like both tunnels go to the same train station stop in like that'd be kind of fun though too but like hold on hold on i'm not done okay so you're you're stuck there and there's uh mark mark is there and he has a comic book and you have to flip the pages and he'll read it (laughs) absolute hell absolute hell (laughs) and so the only stimulation you have is like by flipping the pages and having Mark read. And the comic keeps changing. So like it is actually entertaining if you continue to flip the pages. But otherwise it's uh you're stuck there, right? So that's the you, you bad thing. That's the bad thing, obviously, because you're stuck flipping the pages. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the this bad is thing. a terrible catchphrase. Yeah, that's the bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and on the, the high side, you're in the matrix, but you um you don't know it right and you get to do a comedy podcast about comic books with your best friend and mark is there and he loves my catchphrase (laughs) but everyone knows it's bad and you call it out as being bad and people are persuaded to your point of view okay so between those two things I would rate it as doing a podcast with your best friend. Okay. But people might think that's actually a good catchphrase. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, because obviously something's wrong yeah. with this comic if it doesn't have a plot yet. No, it doesn't. I mean, you- there is a plot. It just hasn't like gone anywhere. Like, it's yeah. set the premise. 
I'm the most second most powerful phantom seer in the world. I want to yeah. lose my powers. I hate my job. I'm going to go over there. Oh, no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, that sounds, that sounds great. So, uh, Eric, this has been a fun podcast. This has been a fun podcast. Thank you, Mark, for joining us. Thank you to Mark Von Annen. Go on his Instagram page and read his Vampire Shark comics. They're super awesome. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, a Twitter page as well and a Facebook. Yeah. And we we um, we covered, we had him on as a proper guest in episode, what'd you say, 11? 11. Yeah. So if you if you Google him, I'll, I, and in the show notes, we'll have links to all this stuff if you want to mm-hmm. check it out. Uh, this is his, song. Yeah, his comics are awesome. And by the way, loved by Sam Raimi, famous director. Yeah. So, Sam Raimi would take it out and show to people. Yeah. So that's how you know that you should go find it. Next thing you know, he's the real deal. Yeah. The really, really funny deal. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eric. Where can they find us at, Keegan? We are on uh, dumbcomiccreators.com. Go on there. Yeah, make sure you read Death Maze 2. It just came out last week. Um, Patreon.com slash dumbcomiccreators. Eric, I have a secret for you. What's your secret? All the videos of this podcast have been put on Patreon up until this week. Wow. This week. If they want to see our beautiful faces, they can go and see it there? They could, or they can go to YouTube and watch our podcast on there. Because why the secrecy? Why the secrecy? You know? Why the secrecy? Yeah, go on YouTube. Find it. Everyone's on YouTube. Just get on there. And if you want to watch instead of listen, uh, you can find them on there. And it's it's nicer because we screen share all the time and you can actually see what we're talking about, I think. Mm-hmm. Not that this is a video podcast. This will never be a video podcast. Video podcasts are dumb. Says the guy <laughs> who's on two like, m- like visual media podcasts. Well, I think people just want to hear about visual media. <laughs> Radio is not going anywhere. Radios are the future. I mean, also, like, you know, I also don't believe in the video game industry. I believe kids are all now all about the books. So, sorry, video game industry. Yeah. Yep. Comic books are where it's at. Comic books are where it's at. Uh, yeah. So, and um, finally, uh, Instagram is at Dumb Comic Creators. Um, our at D- Death Maze Comics is a thing, too. And um, you're not on Instagram, Eric, are you? I am not. I'm only on the Facebook, and I barely even use that. Maybe we'll get Eric on Instagram, but I'm at Keegan Shiner. You can follow me, too. I don't really post too often. but I'm not on the Twitter either, even, so. You're not on anything. Nope. When I'm like I... a ghost, <laughs> Phantom Seer. Except now you're on a podcast. So I'm, I'm on a podcast. You're, you're very findable at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, Eric, this has been fun. It's been fantastic. Thanks again to Mark. Thank Thank you, you, Keegan. Thank you, Eric. Bye. Bye.